Welcome to the King's Anywhere podcast, inspirational teaching, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, whenever you're ready. So, in John 7, uh, our verse for the year is that rivers of living water will flow from our innermost being. And uh, in John 7, it says, On the last and greatest day of the festival, Jesus, this is John 7, verse 37 to 38, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. By this, he meant the spirit whom those who believed in him were later to receive. Up to that time, the spirit had not been given since Jesus had not yet been glorified. Jesus said this at the Feast of Tabernacles. And uh, it was the last day, the greatest day of the feast. And so I want you kind of to imagine that, you know, they'd, they'd been really celebrating you know, they, they've been having a feast um, for the whole week. And they'd, they'd been kind of, you know, imagine you were in a, I, I don't know, they, they were in this conference for like a whole week where they've been taught and taught about the Torah. And they've been taught some more and they've been taught some more. And, you know, they're full up with all of this. Um, they've, they've eaten They've feasted, they've drunk, they've eaten, and then they're just, <laughs> they're full. And then Jesus says, if, let anyone who is, he stands up at the end of all that, and he says, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Imagine December the 25th, and you just had your Christmas dinner. And, and somebody said, right, if you're hungry, come and, come and have something. That's, it. that's what he, it's almost, it's like that's what he was doing. And the difference that he was, he was standing up and making at that moment, he was jarring <laughs> with, with them. And he was, he was standing out at that point. Because he was basically saying, look, all the stuff, all the religion that you've just feasted on <laughs> for the, these, these six days, it's not, it's not enough. Actually, you're, you're empty. And he, said, he, he says, come to me, whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow from within them. Our second um, verse uh, that, that we're looking at is in Isaiah 66, and it says this. This is what the Lord says. Heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house you will build for me? Where will my resting place be? 
Has not my hand made all these things? And so they came into being, declares the Lord. These are the ones I will look on with favor. Those who are humble and contrite in spirit and who tremble at my word. And I want to kind of pick up on the two aspects of these scriptures and kind of flow them together. Because Jesus says, um, doesn't he, in this scripture, whoever believes in me, as scripture has said, rivers of living water will flow. And at the end of of this scripture, we've kind of got God saying, you know, heaven is my throne, the earth is my footstool. You're not going to fit me anywhere. This is how great, how big I am. But here is where I will flow. He who trembles at my word. And if we if we bring those two two scriptures together, um, we we look at the ways where Isaiah points to the response of the heart. Uh, and Jesus is talking about our hearts and how we believe um, that there's a not just how we how we believe in our hearts it's how we hear and how we listen to God's word there's a way of listening to God's word when he speaks and there's a way that the heart listens to the word of of God and it's a humble it's a humble heart um so it's the ways of the heart to hear when God speaks and what he's saying and how the heart responds to his word. And um, it takes us right back to the garden, doesn't it? You know, where the enemy in the Garden of Eden said, did God really say? Um, and... In the garden, our hearts became hardened and we, we stopped listening um, to, to God. We turned our back on the ways of God and what God was saying to us. Um, we, stopped, we, we stopped listening to his voice. And uh, I've been reading a little bit of Lloyd-Jones uh, this week, and this is this is something that Lloyd Jones says, and Lloyd Jones pulls no punches. Okay, so he, he says, if you live a self-contained, self-satisfied life in which you really only think of God now and again, and remember perhaps morning and evenings that there is a God, and you say your prayers, and if that is your attitude to God, you are not waiting upon Him and listening for His word and seeking it everywhere and living to practice it, then you are as much a sinner <laughs> as the drunkard and the adulterer. Now that's, that's Martin Lloyd-Jones for you, <laughs> straight down the line. But that's the original sin, isn't it? Sometimes we think of sin in the fruit of it. You know, we look around and we might see the fruit of sin in someone's life, the outworking of it or what, what we look at them and think that they're doing. But the root is a heart that doesn't listen. That's the root of it. The heart is no longer listening to the word of God. 
or, or the voice of God. And Paul puts it like this in Romans 8. He says, The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of the flesh cannot please, please God. And the opposite of this is to listen to God and what the Holy Spirit is saying and speaking to us about Jesus. And it says in Romans 6, But thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves to sin, you have come to obey from the heart, from your heart, the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. And so we're talking about a response when we tremble at the word of God, when we think about humility, we're thinking about this this, um, response of the heart to hearing the voice of God and to listening uh, to the voice, to the voice of God. And it's an obedience um, in that heart. There's, a, there's a, an obedience within that response to the word of God, a, a natural obedience through the transformation of the Holy Spirit uh, in, in our lives. And um, Paul sa- says about the Jews... Um, that, that, that they did not submit to God's righteousness. They wanted to establish their own. Jesus was the fulfillment of righteousness for everyone. And so, again, it's that, it's that posture of the heart. And rivers flow out from you and me because of the posture. We're listening. We're believing in, in who in who Jesus is. And um, Jesus said, didn't he? Um, as we read, we, we, we've got Jesus talking about being the bread of life earlier in John. Then we've got Jesus saying this at the Feast of Tabernacles, that rivers of living water will flow out. Um, and then he goes on a couple of chapters later and he says this exact thing. He says, Jesus said that his sheep hear his voice. Um, and uh, the, those are the caves where they found um, the Dead Sea Scrolls. And uh, it was the Essene community of Qumran that kind of were very strict and very religious. And some think that John the Baptist were kind of connected in at points with this community. Um, But John the Baptist, um, they were very religiously uh, ritualistic and legalistic, this community. Um, But John the Baptist was not. John the Baptist brought a message, a different message for the heart for the inner man of repentance and forgiveness of our sins. And he, he brought, he, he, if he connected with that, he didn't, he brought a different message um, to, um, uh, 
to us. And so, um, when we hear the voice of God, it's our response uh, to, to it having that humility, that humility of, of heart to the word of God. And um, I thought it was, it was really good what um, Gemma shared about listening to God's voice. And I wonder if part of what God wants to do is to encourage us that we can hear the voice of God. Each one of us can have our ears opened to hear. You can hear. So if you've believed any sort of lies or things that, that restricted you from thinking that you can't hear, that's not of, of God because you can hear. As, as you've responded to Jesus, your ears are opened to hear. His sheep hear. And God wants to invite you into listening. We've heard just today about people sharing scriptures about hearing the voice, the hearing the voice of God and responding. And it shows our hearts um, responding to, to him. And um, Jesus is the exact representation of the Father. It tells us in Hebrews 1.3, the perfect image of the Father and to look at him, we see absolute um, perfection. He's the word of God. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. And it's not just the words, but it's who. It's who God is speaking to you. So when you're listening with your heart to God, you're hearing about Jesus his life, his, his life is flowing through you because you're hearing about the nature and the character of Jesus. So it's, it's who, when we're listening to the word of God, it's, it's his nature that is, is revealed um, to us. And he invites us to, to know him and he invites us deeper to know him. He invites us closer uh, to, to know him. And um, Jesus said, didn't he, that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, the mouth speaks. And, you know, I could pick people out in this room and, and, and tell you what they like because, you know, out of the abundance of their heart, uh, the, mouth, the mouth speaks. Um, <clears throat> and as we listen to people, we hear we hear the heart. We were made in God's image. You were made in God's image. And God is the same. God is the same. Out of the abundance of his heart, his mouth, his mouth speaks. And so you can see if you view the scriptures that way, what are you being invited into when you listen? And who are you being invited into when you listen? 
And who are you encountering when you open this book and you read the words in here? Out of the abundance of his heart, he speaks and you are invited to listen with the attitude of a humble heart and a heart that hears what he wants to say, a heart that is open to receive um, what, what he wants to what he wants to say. And I think we've we've heard this morning about the heart, about being invited closer. And I really believe that that is what um, Jesus is is inviting us to be as a church, to come closer, to listen, and to encounter him um, for who he is. Um, he's inviting us to, to, to do that. And it, as I said, it, it's, it's, he speaks Jesus. Jesus was in the bosom of the Father. Jesus is the heartbeat of the Father. To see Jesus is to see the Father. And the Holy Spirit joins with that and reveals through us and in us um, the nature of God as we learn to respond to um, the Holy Spirit. And the question is, do we want to be so immersed, so underwater, so submerged <laughs> in the presence of, of God so that we see his heart, so that we recognize who he is, so that we see him, so that we know where he's, he's flowing, so that we see the love of God um, flowing flowing through us and he he wants that for us he's made a way for this this is what is available to us um and he's inviting us to come <laughs> be with him uh, and i wonder sometimes you know that we ask for power but actually, the pathway and the road for that is through the love of Christ. Through the love of Christ. Through being immersed. Because then he trusts us. He can trust us, can't he? Because we see him and we recognize his nature. And he sees that we are humble and we are receptive. And so his authority can then come and bring miracles, healings upon his church. And yeah. So God is calling us um, to be a people that know how to breathe underwater. It says in our verse from Ezekiel, doesn't he measured off another thousand, but now it was a river that I could not cross because the water had risen and was in deep enough to swim in, a river that, that no one could, could cross. And what does it look like for us to, 
to breathe in his realm, to breathe underwater. <laughs> what, does that, what does that look like? To be permanently immersed in the heart of God and the love of God, in who he is, his nature and, and his character. Um, when we're in the atmosphere of his heart, it feels right. It feels good when we're in the atmosphere of his heart. And, you know, sometimes, you know, um, it's supernatural. It's a supernatural encounter um, with, with him. You know, if, if we're knee deep and we're waist deep, it's hard to move. Um, we may be part in the world, part in the water. Um, but we have to let go. We have to, we have to surrender uh, to him. Um, he brings freedom and we have to know how to um, breathe in his nature and his goodness and his life in us. And he, he pours out on us his, his grace and, and his love. And he wants to take us to deeper places so that we can be totally immersed in his heart. Um, and so things become natural to us in, in our responses to him because we, we know, we know our, our Father, we know God, um, we, we know Jesus um, and, and our responses flow together and that when Jesus said about we experience the unity of the love of God, it, it, it's, it's for us, it, it, it's, it's, it's there, you know, it, it's, it's, He's provided that that for us. We've just got to see it, and I think it's getting when you get over the horizon. Suddenly, <laughs> you know, he's in view. Um, so, Paul said in in. Uh, Ephesians, he said, so that Christ may dwell or live, habit in your hearts by faith. And then he says a, a, a bit further on. In fact, can I just, I'll just read those, those verses because then we get the whole, the whole thing of it. So Ephesians, uh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> there it is. There's one I prepared earlier. <laughs> okay. Um, I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith. And I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power, get that connection, rooted and established in love, then may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ and to know this love, to know this love that surpasses knowledge that what you may be filled to the measure of the fullness of God. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, 
this is, I've kind of had this picture um, over the kind of the new year and we, were, we had a leadership team prayer meeting before we, we kind of kicked off in the new year. And um, I think uh, in that I meeting, Paul uh, brought a hymn, uh, the Welsh Revival hymn, Here is Love Vast as the Ocean, which I'd like to read to us later. But um, I've just had this picture of the ocean. Of, so imagine an ocean. And imagine um, the ocean floor, the topography of the ocean floor. It's not smooth, is it? Um, you've got highs and lows. You've got trenches, Mariana trenches in there somewhere in one of the oceans. Um, but you, you've got kind of different levels on the ocean floor. Um, but you notice that even though it's uneven, the water covers all of it. Um, has covered all of that topography. Um, you, you just you just see you just see the water. Everything is submerged. And I, I, I wonder if you know I, I know that we have struggles. You know I've got struggles in lots of struggles in, in life. I've had lots of struggles. I've still got struggles now. <laughs> um, life's not easy, is it? We know that. But I wonder if our life is a bit like that topography on the ocean floor. In, in when, when we're looking at the truth of God's word and what he says to us, his perspective that he wants to give you about your life is a bit like you being on the surface of the ocean and looking down the topography of your life and I think you know we have a choice don't we we can we can be down in the trench you know and we can look at the hill <laughs> um, and we can see our lives oh this is too big you know or, or we're going through something that is really you know it's it's challenging and we can get all consumed um, by that but that's not the truth of what you've been invited into. It's not. The truth of what you've been invited into is that the love of Christ in you is greater and deeper. And maybe God's designed your life maybe particularly for you and some of those challenges are yours in the love of Christ that he flows over and he will raise you over and rises you above and you have a choice as to where your perspective lies. Because this, this is the truth of who Jesus is in you. 
He has provided everything that you need for life and for godliness. And I just... Oh, God. He wants us to move into the river. He wants you to be free. He wants you to be free. He wants you to be in the ocean of his love. And (laughs) he raises you above because you live in the heart of almighty God and you've been captured for eternity and your perspective is completely different because you have the mind of Christ available to you This is what you have. This is who he is. It's amazing a new perspective that God reveals. It's all here, it always was, always is. But the Lord, the Spirit, opens your eyes to see. And in Corinthians, in Corinthians 2, it says these, these, these words... Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. We are not like Moses, who had put a veil over his face to prevent the Israelites from seeing the end of what was passing away. But their minds were made dull. For to this day, the same veil remains when the old covenant is read. It has not been removed. Because only in Christ is it taken away. Even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil covers their hearts. But whenever anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we all who, with unveiled faces, contemplate the Lord's glory.
are being transformed into his image. with ever-increasing glory. Which comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. I don't need to do anything. (laughs) He's done it all for you. Just bathe, just bathe in his love. Let the waters rise in your life and swim in his grace over you. Ran out of time, Um, had a lot more here, but I don't think I need to say much more, really. Um, I'd like to just read uh, the hymn, the Welsh Revival hymn, to us. I don't think we need to rush. We don't need to rush. So let's just take a moment and just respond. Let him let him meet with you. It says Here is love, vast as the ocean, loving kindness as a flood. When the prince of life, our ransom, shed for us his precious blood. Who his love will not remember? Who can cease to sing his praise? He can never be forgotten throughout heaven's eternal days. On the mount of crucifixion, fountains opened deep and wide. Through the floodgates of God's mercy flowed a vast and gracious tide. Grace and love, like mighty rivers, flowed incessant from above. Heaven's peace and perfect justice kissed a guilty world in love. Here is love vast as the ocean, loving kindness as a flood, when the prince of life, our ransom, shed for us his precious blood. Who his love will not remember, who can cease 
to sing his praise. He can never be forgotten throughout heaven's eternal days. The other thing that um, has come to mind, and maybe it's come to mind because the Holy Spirit wants to emphasize it, was another scripture that I just want to leave with, with you. It says that love covers a multitude of sins. And the word multitude is multitudes. Love covers a multitude of sins. And that's because the grace of God, the love of God, we can, we, when we give the grace of God to one another, we, we're moving in the atmosphere of the love of Christ. When we're honoring one another, we're covering over. And just, it, it's that picture of the ocean. And I know we've had, we've, we have challenges, don't we? We have challenges. But the love of Christ covers a multitude, a multitude of sins, which is the ocean. It's a picture of the ocean, isn't it? Again. Covers. The water covers. The love of Christ rises in our lives higher. We swim in his grace and in his mercy in the situations of our lives. But he wants to open your ears more. That's what he wants to do. He wants our ears to be open, to hear. And he's, it's exciting that he wants to open our ears and there's more for us. We hope you enjoyed this message. To find out more about King's Church Warrington, visit our website or find us on Facebook and Instagram.